Hello, wild world, and welcome to this episode of A Wild Tomorrow, the podcast. Today, I'm joined with you um, by my new pup, Augie, eight-year-old man we adopted two weeks ago. Say hi to everyone, Augie. Augie very much likes to be with me 24-7, but he's going to be with us during this intro. So if you hear some clicking in the background, that is Augie, Augiferd. Um, today, I have a very special guest with us. Uh, his name is Mike Frush, and he is a rapper out of Ohio. Mike uh, started in the band Fear the Concept, and after a few years, when he moved up to Ohio, he started his own rap group called his name, Mike Frush. Now, Mike has made some incredible music and even better music videos, and I'm really excited to talk to him today about that whole process and what it's like to be a rapper in the industry in general and today during COVID. Uh, Mike created most recently um, an album called Curtains, or a song rather called Curtains, and then the album Iridescent that came out, I think, a year ago. He also has some singles on his YouTube channel uh, that he's made, and he's just an all-around great and interesting guy. So without further ado, um, I'd like to introduce you to Mike Frush. Without further ado, uh, I'd like to introduce to you, Wild World, Mike Frush. Hey, Mike, how you doing today, man? Good, bro. How you doing? Good, dude. Um, I already told everyone about you a little bit in the intro, but do you want to just say a few words right now about what it is you do and what your mission is, what your passion is, man? Yeah, man. So uh, my name is Mike, Mike Frush, as Dylan just said. Uh, I'm 24 years old. I live in Youngstown, Ohio. I make hip hop music. Um, I just really, really enjoy making music in general. It's my one true passion. Uh, love it. Nothing makes me happier. Uh, it's a good time. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. And, um, I can't lie. I have been stalking your pages and your music and every, your history for the past few days. So I might bring up some things that are left field for you, but <laughs> so I'm, my ready, I'm ready for you though, just to break the ice a bit is if you could collab with any artist, why would it be Lana Del Rey? <laughs> Man, I don't know. Is my, is my girlfriend going to watch this with me? Probably. <laughs> um, so, uh, no, just she's got the voice of an angel, honestly. And yeah. uh, I think I think it'd be an honor for anybody to work with her. So for me to get that honor would be insane. It'd be like next level type shit. Yeah. And honestly, I hadn't really listened to too much of her other than like, some of the hits that came out back when I was like senior year of high school back in 2013. But I right. went after like looking through your thing. I was like, why don't I check her out a bit? And I saw she posted a lyric video where not a lyric video. Yeah, it was a lyric video with a poem she wrote. And it was just like her. Yeah. Yep. Dude, I don't know what it was called. I wish I did right now so I could reference for everyone. But it was so good. And I was like, what? The um, I'll just listen to this woman read poetry. I don't even got to hear her sing. <laughs> man yeah she she actually just put out a poetry book i'm pretty sure i want to check that out really that out. okay nice yeah, yeah i'll definitely have to check that out for sure but, yeah <laughs> so on a more serious note then uh, getting into your music who are yeah. some of your um i guess inspiration who do you listen to that you really appreciate that you try to find your sound and if that makes sense right i think uh i think personally for me a lot of uh I put Travis Scott on a big pedestal. I just think uh, yeah. his people hate using the word cinematic or people use the word cinematic, but that's what, what I think of when I listen to Travis Scott's music. It's like bigger yeah. than music. You know what I mean? It's like a whole yeah. experience almost. Um, the weekend for the same reasons. It feels like a movie listening to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Weekend's great. Uh, 
people are usually never, either with or against that. the guy, but Kanye West, Kanye West yeah. for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I think Graduation is one of the best hip-hop albums ever to drop, so. Yeah, no, definitely. The old Kanye. (laughs) But no, dude, um, I never thought about that before, the cinematic aspect. And I will say that's something that when I, like now that you say that word, looking back at your music videos, I get that vibe with the music. Like watching it, it's, it's it's like you're having this experience while you're watching it. Right. Yeah, I, I try to I try to make it as like immersive as possible. You know what I mean? Get yeah. Big picture type deal. Yeah, and so I guess the first thing popped in my head with that is dripping sauce, <laughs> uh, which is on <laughs> your most recent EP album that came out, um, which is iridescent. So first, let's talk yep. about dripping yes, sauce, your inspiration for that, and then we'll dive into the album as a whole. And that, what that whole process was like. So, uh, dripping sauce. I don't even know if we. Uh, had the song recorded yet before we started talking about the video but um it was at my friend and niece's house we were sitting on his back porch at night just kicking around different funny ideas for you know uh, this video where this crazy guy just goes around throwing pink sauce on everybody yeah and, uh, with the music video it's a lot of uh, like coordination so there's a lot of people involved um you gotta get the props together get the locations get the actors um obviously yeah. your crew and uh, it's it's honestly really cool seeing everybody work together like that like just even watching it not even being involved it's a, it's a really sweet process yeah yeah hell yeah and what was that like i guess because i think a lot of people if their main vein is making the music and performing the music when it comes to videography you know what i mean and cinematography and figuring out how that all works that can be a a hurdle so did did you have help Uh, did you do a lot of googling or oh i I leave uh i leave most of to the professionals i try to stick in my lane so my my good buddy andy um, yeah. Andy Oceans, he he does videography, and he uh, he did a video for us back back in the band days. Um, you know, we ain't yeah. brought that up or nothing like that, but uh, so yeah, I've been yeah. with him forever. He he's been he's been getting really really good at it. We just got back from Florida actually, uh, like two weeks ago, uh, filming another one with him. So we've been going strong for years. He does great work. Oh yeah, that's exciting, man! Another one, another yeah. one's coming out. I will say, oh, dude, yeah, for the... sure. Sorry, I'm gonna come up. Go ahead. Oh, oh you just just the the quality of them and like it's they're just so good like i cannot share them enough i hope everybody sees them you know thank you thank you man so what made you that's all him that's all andy yeah and you were you were saying too that the idea for dripping sauce came when you were just hanging out with some friends so how do you have a creative community and how does that play into your artistic expression what do you mean by creative community? Can you define that like for me? Yeah, so like what you mean a lot of people might have trouble because they're they're working alone, if that makes sense. Like some people are just notebook in their bedroom kind of people or they go to the park and, and jot it down with a guitar or whatever they're doing. Are you, do you have a group of people that you can like balance ideas off of and you're all working toward these different goals? I would say definitely yes, for sure. Because, um, well, I personally, I like, I love being creative. Like, so when it comes to the videos, the music, everything, I love doing as much myself as I can it's really yeah. fun for me but uh as far as my music goes my producer Billy um uh he does music too shout out Starletta he um nice. anytime I need an opinion on some music or something I'll come to him for something like that yeah um with uh most recent video I did I had the bare bone but my dude Andy the wheel on that on how we were going to get that across so if it's something I feel like I can't tackle then I'll definitely leave it to the professionals. You know what I mean? These people do yeah. these things for years, so I just let them let them use their experience. Nah, dude, hundred percent. That's dope too, because you're all you're all working together. You know what I mean? Like you're all 
trying to work oh, yeah. toward that goal. So collaborating is is such a cool process to have that end thing inside. Oh yeah, doing it all alone is probably impossible, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> With anything. And I think that's something that people at home need to hear. Like don't try to do it alone. Um, all right, man. Get a good team around you. It doesn't have to be a lot of people, but yeah, definitely uh, exactly. keep the people around there there for you and they'll help you out. Yep. Hell yeah, man. So I guess hopping into the total view of iridescent now. Why, why'd you name it iridescent of all the words you could choose? Uh, it's funny. Um, my cousin's friend was over one day and uh, we were talking, I don't even remember exactly what we were talking about, but I was like, Oh, it'd be cool for the album. If uh, I had, you know, like the oily looking, you know, different color type thing. And my cousin's yeah. friend was like, you mean iridescent? Uh, what are you talking about? I never heard that word before in my life. Uh, so I, I immediately I googled it. I'm like, I'm laying on the couch. I google it. And I'm like, yeah, this is exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. And from there, like, I don't know. I just I read the definition. It's a, I don't know. It just seemed to fit. It seemed to fit because the album itself, or the EP rather, it um, it's kind of all over the place. Like it's not, no two songs are the same. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I just thought I was like, oh, I I kind of like that. You know what I mean? It kind of gets the point across of what the what you're getting into when you when you listen to that EP. Yeah, yeah, no, one hundred percent. I think, I mean, now a theme I've seen twice in in your work is you actively pulling from the world around you. I mean, I guess being aware of what's going on around you to continue creating whatever you are creating at the time. You right. know, so like the album cover, and then now the um, a dripping sauce. Like both of those came from you oh, yeah. conversation with people. You know, that's that's super dope. Oh yeah, for sure. I, any anytime there's any good idea from anyone, whether we're kicking it, whether we're thinking of ideas, whatever, we write it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even even if it's not something in the moment too big, you can always come back to that and be like, oh, that was a good idea. Why not try oh, it? Yeah. Out? You know what I mean? So you said you said write it down. So is that me assuming you have a journal or not a journal? But uh, my my notes in my iPhone are quite extensive. Like yeah. I, like thousands probably. Like How I got notes with like track? any little thought. I think like oh, write it down. I'll go type like one word, two words, and then I'll go back look through my notes two months later and be like, what the hell was I talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that kind of brings us to though, like the actual choreographing of a song. So what does that process look like for you? Like, do you, are you someone who like, just you wake up from a dream and you're like, damn, I have the riff or like I have the beat or do you have the words down first and then you're throwing a beat on top? Like, what does it feel like? So I, uh, I spend a lot of time on YouTube listening to beats. Like that's honestly, how I spend most of my time. Yeah. Um, just I'll, I'll listen and listen to so many beats and then um just whenever i i find one that i kind of vibe with i'll put i'll put it to my uh, watch later playlist and, yeah uh, and i'll go back whenever i'm feeling creative because i'll get in like a a random burst of you know like creativity and uh, yeah whenever that it, sometimes in the middle of the night you know what i mean but i try to hone in on that whenever i get it because it's not all the time and i'll just yeah. go back and listen to those and whichever one you know stands out the most of the time maybe i'll think of a catchy one-liner and then i can base the whole song off of that um but it, it's really just timing honestly it, if you know i hear the beat and something comes to me then it could be a whole song by the end of the night you know what i mean but it could yeah be, it could be two lines every day for two months yeah you know I mean? yeah hundred percent. I'm kind of the same way. That's something in like my uh, like creative writing classes in college that I always said is you got to get out of the habit of being a like spontaneous. Um, what's the word? Like when you get that. Like, uh, like a creative rush. The creative rush kind of thing. Cause I thought, dude, that's, that's all me. Like literally, oh, yeah. I, but what I was going to say is it's cool how you've found a way. Cause you understand the way that your creative rush comes, you know? Right. So like you, 
make sure to have your hobby of listening to beats, right? Because you know, that might give you the spark you need and then you ride the spark, you know? Yeah, exactly. It, uh, it's a number of things too. my mood. Say I listen to a, say I'm feeling down or something. And I listen to a sad beat that could help make me feel better. You know what I mean? Just write it all out in a song real quick. Yeah. yeah. So how many songs do you have that aren't recorded? Thousands? <laughs> really? How many? Like that aren't recorded or that, or, or that, aren't, that aren't released? Probably 60. Probably 60. Oh shit. Yeah. Probably like 60. I mean, probably 56 of those will never still never see the light of day but some of them i might polish up and finish uh that's how yeah. you make it and then you hate it yeah no 100 percent. so i mean from that i'm going to assume you might you might be a little bit of perfectionist with your art which i am too it's yeah, got to be perfect right before it comes out you, you don't know the half of it man i uh, <laughs> there's like i nitpick i nitpick little shit for like the longest time like i will not put something out if i think one part of it is imperfect yeah and i'm not saying my music Perfect, but but to my ear, it's got to be on. It's got to be there, you know. We got. Then that's something like you're always gonna notice. You know what I mean? No, dude, a hundred percent though. So I guess then, for iridescent, what was it like combining and choosing? I guess those songs to go into that album. Man, if I'm if I'm being cold and honest, it was uh it was the songs I could finish. I have, like I said, being a perfectionist, I have a really hard time finishing songs. Like you can ask ask anyone here. I'll write a nice hook and a verse, not ever do the second verse, and then that song never comes out. So it was yeah. really about the ones that I finished that I really, but each one of them has their own personal uh, flares to me that I really enjoyed. Cause there was a few other ones I could have put on there, but um, I wanted to keep it as like condensed as possible. So yeah. it's it's less to market. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. It's easier to keep people's attention for say, if you do a single, it's easiest to keep people's attention for one song versus an EP for five songs versus an album for 12 yeah you know i mean so i want to keep it short and sweet give people a little sample of you know what i have to offer and i was also still kind of um finding my own sound in a way i think i'm kind yeah. of settling into it a little bit these days um but i still try to keep it diverse you know what i mean because yeah i don't like no one likes listening to the same thing all the time so I, I don't like creating the same thing all the time you know yeah flex your creative muscle i get it i see it right yeah exactly damn man see that's that's so wild just the whole process i, I guess Let's go into branding then. Like, so you said you're, you're finding your style and all that kind of stuff. So what's, what's been your branding journey? Branding is really hard. Um, like it's something yeah. that I myself, branding, marketing, that whole thing is something that I'm still trying to dab myself into. Um, it's a, I don't know. The first thing people think, you know, trying to think of how I want to put it. When people go to your Instagram, they're going to judge you immediately by how you look, how you present yourself. Yeah. So that's something that's super important. I've never, um, I've never stuck to a specific, you know, style whatsoever. You know what I mean? I'm just me, but, uh, uh, content is really important. Like, um, yeah. and that's something I'm j- just getting into, uh, is you got to have constant content or else people forget about you, yeah. which really sucks. Um, you want to have nice professional photos. You want to have everything looking clean. Cause if not, you're just doing a disservice to yourself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Well, I think personally, like, I don't know if you've had someone tell you yet, but you're doing a great job. Like, you, honestly, the, I think right now, especially because we can't have a lot of in-person shows, like COVID's kind of ruined yeah, everything yeah, in terms of the music that's industry. Sucks, yeah. But I feel like you do a really good job at content marketing online. Thank you, man. Thank that you. Makes sense. you know, your product and then just everything you post. I even saw it too. What did, did you do a, a cover or you did your own freestyle over little Nas X Panini? Is that oh, what it was? Oh, Panini. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you want to know a fun, a fun fact? I don't know if it's true these days or not, but, uh, 
up until a couple months ago that had more views than uh drip and toss because i didn't market it right really yeah so uh yeah so so just because it had the name panini on it and little nos x it got more views than uh than my music video that I put, you know, time and money into, but it was, it was only my fault. You know what I mean? There's a right and there's a wrong way to put things out. And uh, yeah, I was still, a, and still am. Yeah. Try to figure yeah, that it's, out. It's all those Google ad clicks. It's really what it is. You know, Man, whatever those yeah. ad words are. Wow. Man, it's tough. So speaking of Panini, I mean, I personally would love to see Mike Frush doing some sort of <laughs> country rap on a horse. After seeing the past two videos, dude, I think that like, <laughs> Hey man, if you want some, uh, if you want some exclusive content, I got a little country rap song that uh, will never see the light of day. You can put a clip up if you want. No shit, yeah, uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> my, my goal was like a Ford commercial in the Super Bowl, but I uh, never got around to that one. Yeah, dude. I mean, in time, though, I feel like that's the thing. You got the brand, like you got the flow, like everything's there. It's just whenever it comes to fruition, dude. That's right, wild. Right. For sure. <laughs> the way the way I always think about it is, it's a matter of a uh, when, not if. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've never been yeah. too worried about things working out just a matter of when. Yeah. And that's the thing too, with anything is like, it's the, we, we tend to want things now, you know what I mean? Which is yeah. like, it's, it's good. Cause it's productivity. It gets you to the table to start working, but it also screws you over because right. you're not putting, I guess that love that your mom puts into the food she makes for dinner. You know what I mean? Like you got to make it with right. love. You right. can't just make it with stress all in time. So like the way I like to look, for sure. The way I like to look at it is, um, like, so people like instant gratification. Obviously, that's the best when you're doing. So what I like to do is I'm a big list guy, so I'll make a list, and I love, you know, just little goals. And you do little yeah. things that you know you can get you to the ultimate goal. But it, it's satisfying when you do the first thing. Like, say for example, um, with a music video, hit up this location and secure this. That might yeah. be the only thing I do all day. But if I did that, I feel productive, and then it brings me to want to do the next thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then by, by the end of it, you've not come off the list and it's time for you to get your grand product. And it's, it's a good feeling. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's kind of the whole thing. Uh, you make your bed in the morning, which I'm not good at, but you make your bed in the morning. It's like <laughs> the first accomplished thing. You want to accomplish more shit as you go. Right. Absolutely. Hell yeah, man. Well, I think this is a good time as any for us to hop into a break, uh, take a quick little sesh here. And then um, maybe we can throw that, uh, that, that country run uh, in right here when people hear it. So everyone stay tuned for your okay. uh, right, <laughs> behind the scenes look at Mike Frush. At the top of the mountain, I'm the king of the hill. My queen, Mississippi girl, I call her victory. Lawyer to the staff, she don't snack on the pills. She a ride, she a kill Four hundred horses, she a ride one Beg me, let her drive one She a wild, wild, wild one Looky, looky, what have I done? Now I gotta buy one I don't wanna die, no She ain't worried what that sick do Mommy got a sick shoe Bag up about six, you When she get in, get that loot, loot I be yelling, boot, scoop Get away like you everyone we are back with mike rush uh, talking about his rise to the top and <laughs> everything he knows uh, and he has in his brain about this industry and how you can join too if you'd like to um coming off that question though something that 
an insider can know that other people can't. Someone who's created videos, someone who has content out online, someone who's performed before is the actual mechanics of it, you know? And I guess if you could change one thing about the music industry, what would that be and why that you've seen so far? Oh man, that's a tough one. Uh, probably a how it's pay to play. Um, a lot of mm. a lot of things like back in the day. I mean, I say that as if I was around, but I imagine back in the day, um, you know, when you're in a rock and roll band, you take your CD up to the you know the radio station, you know, yeah. do the whole the whole thing, whatever, whatever. That doesn't work now. Um, mm. Like it, it can. I'm not saying it can. It definitely can. But uh, it's all about your numbers these days, and it's yeah. it's really hard. It's really hard to get your numbers without a. Uh, without paying some people to to help you out you know what i mean you are so right yeah because back in the day you're right you just record whatever you've worked with your band or, or solo you bring it and then if somebody likes it they invest it's not right. now where you have social media and you like you kind of have to build this whole brand before you even start getting paid back with it wow right and, and now wild. now the the music industry is so big now that um where it, someone could still hear your stuff you know it happens every day people someone will famous artists will hear something and then put this next young person on it happens yeah. a lot but uh the odds of that happening are way less because of the gap now you know what i mean a lot of these people who have the ability to put you on and put you out there are so untouchable yeah you know I mean? like it's so the gap it, the gap is insane you know what i mean you're mm -hmm. so far from them but at the same time sometimes it feels like you're you're brushing elbows with people they're brushing elbows with but that doesn't necessarily mean anything you know what I yeah mean? And it's almost like um, I was I was listening to a Black Keys interview uh, on Joe Rogan's and they were talking about how like, yeah, streaming is super cool. Uh, it's so good for the consumer. But right. now for bands, it's kind of created this issue where you have somewhere to put your stuff and you almost feel like honored that you get accepted on the spotify or itunes and things like that but at the same time you're diluted in this pool of so right. much music right and you're not getting any of the revenue from having your things heard yeah so i guess that, that's i mean the thing. yeah go 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 i don't know anything oh, sorry. No, i was just gonna <laughs> say until your until your status you're, you're gonna be you're gonna be paying for your fans for a while yeah. like and not in the sense where you literally you know, pay for views and stuff like that because um, a lot of people stand in different places on that. I don't like that. Um, yeah. I know a lot of famous people do it to try to look better. Maybe it works. Again, I'm not a marketing guru, but mm -hmm. um, I don't know. You got you to gotta pay the right people, the right influencers in the right place um, to get the right amount of people to see your stuff. And, and sometimes even finding those connections are hard. Uh, but yeah. it's all about reaching out to people. Again, it's something that I've been trying to get better at myself. Uh, just put yourself out there because you never know who's going to like your stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's there's also like the call to action where back in the day, like you didn't have the internet, you had the radio, you know, which you would hear something on the radio. Right. Um, but by the time you heard it on the radio, it was probably already getting big. Anything else you would do is just going to see local shows, which is more common because we didn't, right. couldn't stream anything. So I guess right now, anyone listening, all right, if you're just passively enjoying <laughs> Mike Fresh and Mike's conversation, go like his stuff, you know, go give him a rating, go, go, go. Give them a like on YouTube. Go put, throw a comment out there, all right? Thank you. <laughs> Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, but it, it's so true because there's a lot of um, – because we're so saturated with stimulus all the time nowadays, there's just so much passive fandom. Oh, yeah. 
if that makes sense. Oh, like yeah. half the songs I listened to throughout the day, I don't know the singers of them because I just shuffle on Spotify. Yep. And these yep. poor people Absolutely. aren't getting any of the recognition for all this hard work, you know? That's what happens uh, a lot of times too because an artist will become associated with like a, uh, a particular, they'll get stuck in like a particular sound or a particular rut. And then um, when that's not cool anymore, people don't listen yeah. to that artist anymore. Like you, a lot of one hit wonder type deals, you know what I mean? Yeah, it kind of cages you in. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're so right. Yeah. Because how often too do you like, wow. That's why I try to say like as diverse as possible, um, give people something new to listen to every time. Uh, so you never know what to expect. Yeah. Because if, if you get the same thing that an artist has put out the last 10 albums, some bands it works, other artists it doesn't. Um, but I, I try to stay away from that. Yeah, it's probably tough too. I mean, do you feel any inclination? Say you make three different songs and you release them out to the world and one of them like does amazing and the other two don't get that many views the style you made in that song do you feel more inclined to operate under that because it was so successful because i wonder if people like say you get a one-hit wonder and it's like your least favorite song as a band <laughs> you know what i mean or as a rapper and then now right. everyone's expecting that style and when they click your album it's something different you know well, i think that happens a lot more often than not because i mean like i said as an artist you create and then you hate you know, I mean, you write something in the moment you like it and then you listen to it one too many times and it's the worst thing in the world. But uh, I think it all depends on what your goal is. Um, if you, me personally, like I love music in general. So I'm going to yeah. be happy if I make, uh, I, per I really love making hip hop. It's been the funnest genre to make so far. Yeah. Um, it, it, words are like a puzzle and I just think that's sick. But um, if your goal is to just make music that you're passionate about and not worry about getting anywhere with it, making money off of it, do your thing don't worry about you know the reception the crowd reception you know what i mean but mm -hmm. if you want to ever advance in the industry or you know make it a career you have to listen to what the people want because at the end of the day it's not about what you want it's it's what the people are buying yeah. um, which sucks but like i said <laughs> me personally it doesn't make a difference to me what i'm making so long as i'm still creating um, yeah so i'm gonna be happy with it either way but definitely if uh say for example there was three songs and uh the two that I hated the most did the best. Those two are going to make the album over the other one that I liked more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is, which is hard for me because I'm a real prideful person and I'm very, very stubborn when it comes to my stuff. Um, but you have to, you have to let go of that and just, just go with what the people think if that's your goal. Cause I, yeah. I don't know about anyone else, but I want to make some money. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, at, at the end of the day, that's, <laughs> that's a goal with any kind of expression you, 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 you know want to I mean? you like, want to make a living out of what you love out of what you love and i happen exactly. to love music so you know i mean it just happens to be a harder harder industry to break yeah so how do you get through the tougher times how when you're feeling down or you're kind of like feeling like throwing in the towel what makes you open up or grab your iphone notes and start typing away or makes you go to the recording studio even though maybe you don't want to because i could i mean I could, I could do anything else. You know what I mean? Anybody could do anything, but I, I don't want to do anything else. So yeah. there are times like, like um, at the beginning of COVID I was like, Oh man, all this extra time to be creative. I'm going to get so much done. At first it was hard mm -hmm. to get the ball rolling. Like, I, you know, yeah. you think you have all this time, but then again, it goes back to when you're feeling creative. Cause you can't just, you can't just pump something genuine out. You know yeah. what I mean? If you want it to be genuine, you have to wait for it to come to you. Um, unless you're some kind of, like I'm proud of you <laughs> more power to, to you. you yeah but, uh, yeah but uh i don't know man i just really the fact of the matter is i enjoy it a lot so even when i'm having a hard time writing it 
it, it helps everything. You know what I mean? If, I, yeah. if I'm having trouble in other areas of my life, it's just, it's therapeutic in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the beauty you know of art. So, so regardless of how I'm feeling, that, that's always my drive to do that. Cause that's the one thing that, you know, will always make me feel better. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, man. And that's, I think that's the good thing about trying to create a perfect or like a career out of the arts is that it's both your, even though it might give you some grief, it's also your, uh, what's the word? Oh, it's a C word. Oh goodness. It's, it helps you cope. There's a longer one I was looking for. I lost it. Right. It's, kind of, it's right. also your coping mechanism through those kinds of things. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So I guess talking about emotions, um, <laughs> did, uh, did you still get performance anxiety when you're going to go? Like what do you? Yeah, because it's, it's, it's hard to adjust to a room sometime. I haven't done like when I was with the band back in the day, yeah. um, I did a lot more shows than I've done with hip hop uh, just because the area the scene everything like that there's not as many mm-hmm. shows in this genre around here um but i don't know at the end of the my run with the band i was pretty comfortable with it it was no problem but obviously there's new nerves associated with doing something new um, yeah i i have a drink or two some ice cold jameson on the rocks uh yeah. helps helps uh, even me out a little bit um and then i get up there and i just get you i just do what i'm used to doing you know what i mean yeah and before you know it seriously if you get into it enough, it's over before you know it. You blink and it's done. And you're like, wow, I just did a whole set. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's the room. The room is everything. So like you feed off the energy in the room when you're performing. So say there's 10 kids there. They're not really yeah. vibing with you. It's going to make a, a difference in your performance versus if there mm. was 150 kids in there and they were all rocking out. Yeah, you know, 100%. Yeah, energy, energy bounces back and forth in, in every situation. So like, that, that's no exception. For sure. Yeah, yeah, no, awesome. I see that for sure, too. And you keep referencing back with the band. So I, I guess we'll talk about we'll, we'll bring that up now. So uh, uh, Mike used to be in the band Fear the Concept, which yeah. um, not to cage you like Spotify, but was a metalcore band. That's what it said on Facebook. So I hope no, yeah, I, I got call it call right. You be careful. Uh, the, metal, the metalheads really care about the uh, what you label it as. So just be careful. OK. <laughs> I'll put up to interpretation in the post for it. But um. So what was that process like, though, going from a metalcore group to music that isn't in the hip-hop rap genre? Definitely anything. Um, I mean, I've, I've always just been a real big music guy. I listened to all sorts of music my whole life. Yeah. I really loved it. Um, moved to Ohio, um, left the whole band behind. You know what I mean? So here I am in a new place by myself. I don't have all my friends anymore. So mm-hmm. I had to kind of adapt to something that I could do on my own. And uh, by God's grace, I met my dude, Billy, my dude, Kev over here, too. Um, yeah, we, we just it, it took some time. It took a lot of uh, guidance and uh, <laughs> it took a lot of guidance and encouragement and uh, a lot of feedback to, to get where I need to be. But um, I, I'm getting there. And uh, it, it was cool because as a vocalist, my job in the band wasn't that great because when you're screaming, doing all that, it's just about how you sound, not what you're saying, because a lot of mm-hmm. folks can't understand that kind of stuff anyway. And it's a lot more the band aspect. But with, uh, with hip-hop and, and pop and things like that, that's my only job. My only yeah. job is, is writing a story or, or whatever the song's about, you know what I mean? And words to me are like a puzzle, and it is yeah. so fun. Isn't it satisfying to put a puzzle together when it's finally yeah. together? Yeah, you're piecing it all together, for sure. Do you think that it, learning how to write a song when you were in the other band, like if you just take away 
everything is just the skin and bones. Do you think that the flow and like, I guess the, the arc of a song kind of stays the same? Do you think it helped you with writing? I think metal and hip hop are very, very closely related, whether people would think so or not. Uh, yeah. Just in like the, the history of it and the, um, the structure, a lot of influence is drawn back and forth between both genres. Um, but I think music in general, if you wrote any kind of music and you transitioned over to another genre, it's going to be helpful because if you can learn music in general, you can write generally any music. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, not, not to be weird or corny saying that, but it's true. <laughs> um, so I think definitely just, just learn how to write a song. Help me adapt to a new genre. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, like, again, like I said, a lot of the new stuff I've been working on has been more of like a, a pop vibe more than yeah. anything, but still, you know, got pop and everything. But, uh, if you can learn to adapt, you're unstoppable. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, you gotta get rid of those Spotify cages. That's that's the moral here. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I guess then let's get into so you you create rap music, rap in with the new pop vibe. Previously, right, 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 right. You did a lot of metalcore with your previous band, Fear the Concept. But what is yeah. what does Mike Fresh listen to? when he's driving down the road or when you're singing in the shower. <laughs> we, we already, we already broke the ice with Lana Del Rey. Yeah. Del Rey. Um, definitely a lot of that. I like the doors a lot. Um, oh, the doors are good. Yeah. Uh, there, there's this band called Turnover. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but I'll definitely check mm -hmm. them out. Um, oh, yeah, I'll write it down. I like, uh, I like to throw on a lot of nostalgic stuff. So I will listen to a lot of old metal. I don't really like uh, keep up with the scene these days. But I'll throw yeah. on the same shit I used to listen to in high school. Take me back, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, some some electronic stuff like um, again this nostalgic with like tattoo or uh, Cascada stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, just I don't know. It all depends on the mood again. So like I'm gonna throw on some Lana Del Rey if I feel like being edgy and sad. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> if I feel like rocking out, I'm gonna throw on some Cascada, and every every time we touch is gonna be what I'm playing. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, man. Well, I guess one last question I have for you today is when can we expect to see some merch, dude? Cause I'm, I'm looking for a hat or a shirt or something. <laughs> merch I actually have up, uh, right now. Actually, I don't know if the site's still live. I'll have to check that before this goes up, but, um, yeah. Uh, MikeFresh.BigCartel.com. Uh, I have t-shirts, uh, limited, limited colors and uh, sizes at this point. Um, had some hats they sold out. I have, I think, nice around 30 uh, for sale yeah um, but definitely w with the next release the next time any music comes out there's going to be merch to go with it so definitely expect that as far as an eta for that new music i can't say but like i said i just got back from doing a music video in florida so um before the end of the year we'll see new stuff yeah new stuff soon dude it's it it feels like every time i ask you about something you're like yeah trust me that's there it's happening it's going <laughs> See, that's, i take my time with it because like there if you rush yourself you you forget something you skip yeah. something then then all that work was not a waste but you, it, it didn't get the full potential that it it could have you know what I mean? yeah. take your time with it re reach your little goals to get you to the big one um and have fun you know what yeah. i mean have fun it's a fucking if you, if you get to the end and forgot how you got there what was the point yeah you know what i mean if, it, if you didn't enjoy the ride 100% man. Yeah. I was going to ask you um, if you had any final words for anyone who wanted to, to join the industry, but I feel like you kind of just summed it up pretty well right there. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, learn yourself, know yourself, never be scared to try something new. Uh, 
never let someone tell you you can't do something, uh, but oh, also yeah. be very open to criticism. I myself am, am the biggest one with that. Like I have a hard time not taking it, but adjusting according to the criticism. But sometimes mm-hmm. um, when people are telling you something and something, so t- yeah. take that into consideration. Um, and also, listen, if you start getting emails from people promising these big things, you might be breaking through. You might be. But a lot of times they're trying to scam you and take your money. So I'm going to tell you right now, yeah. be cautious, cover all your, your bases. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> no, dude, I love it. Because I'll, I'll, I'll have people in my email, in my inbox saying, oh, um, uh, one time, for example, I almost sent a couple hundred dollars to go play a Rolling Loud Festival down yeah. in Miami, I believe. Um, just, just some random dude uh, didn't end up being legit. We called, talked to him on the phone, felt him out. Uh, just a bullshitter. So just be careful because a lot of people, uh, they'll see a big opportunity and it'll flash in their face and they, they yeah. don't, they don't look at, you know, who, who's presenting the opportunity and if they're legitimate and then, then you, lo- you lose out. And as an artist, it's things cost so much as it is. You can't afford to lose out on, on money like that. Yeah. Unless you What's got it like that. Too, they yeah. send, send everyone some money. Man, that, that sucks. I feel like it seems like scam artists always, target the most vulnerable populations you know people who are trying oh, yeah. to do something good you know if there if there's money to be made someone out there is going to try to make it you know what i yeah. mean yeah so that's true a <laughs> different uh, kind of grind <laughs> don't, don't hate the, don't hate the player hate the game but uh also protect your neck look out yeah. for yourself i love it man well dude thank you so much uh for thank coming you here you- man. it was an honor it, was, it took a while for me to get to this point to get on this podcast but uh, we made it yeah, yeah covid covid pushed things back a bit but no, dude, i'm happy to have you I'm, I'm sure plenty of people are gonna gonna gain a lot from hearing you talk and, and hearing oh, your yeah, man, experience so. in the industry uh, i just want to say real quick shout out to free money kai shout out to b rush shout out to yeah. Band, shout out to nisi shout out to big and little niece shout out to Bucci baby shout out to starletta music shout out to jason ebanks andy oceans uh brandon mcmanus uh, prince stella and um uh, walt disney is dead awesome man there we go there we go uh drop real quick too um anything that people can find you on so youtube handles instagram uh youtube it's just mike fresh you're gonna find my personal page and my music page go ahead subscribe to both because some good stuff on both of them uh instagram at just fresh twitter at just fresh j-u-s-t-f-r-u-s-h um spotify mike fresh apple music mike fresh um i don't think i'm on anything else Facebook Mike Fresh if you want to find me. I'm, I'm kind of a meme king. Don't let anyone fool you. Awesome. Yeah, I'll throw some um, the links in the bio for this as well so you can oh, find yeah, them there. You. But Thank you. Th- thank you so much, man. It was a pleasure talking to you. Hey, it was great being on, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, dude, have a good one. You too, brother. I'm running away from the light. I don't need it. It's safe in the dark. It's just me and my demons. Word is my bond, so you better believe it. So close to the top, I can see it. Transition to living from dreaming. I wanna live fast. All right, and that concludes episode 11 of A Wild Tomorrow, the podcast. I hope you all enjoyed hearing Mike as much as I enjoyed recording with him. And go ahead and follow him, um, like his stuff on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, um, all the places you can find Mike. You can also find A Wild Tomorrow. Uh, If you like this episode, go ahead and give us a like or a review. Uh, It's always appreciated. And uh, if you know somebody uh, that you think is 
that you think would be good for the podcast, please reach out to us at awildtomorrow.org. Uh, send us their information. And if you have a small business or a venture of your own that you're interested in marketing, uh, please contact us about getting a commercial slot or a shout out on our social media page. Um, as always, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you all have a wild tomorrow. I'm running away from the light. I don't need it. Safe in the dark, it's just me and my demons My word is my bond, so you better believe it So close to the top, I can see it Transition to living from dreaming Transition to living from dreaming Transition to living from dreaming I came up from feeling defeated I didn't know if I would beat them I know that I'm here for a reason And I'm gonna make them believe it I'm itching for fame like I'm fiending I see it, don't want it, God damn it, I need it Transition to living from dreaming, transition to living from dreaming I came up from feeling defeated, I didn't know if I would be I know that I'm here for a reason and I'm gonna make him believe it I'm itching for fame like I'm feeling, I see it, don't want it, goddammit, I need it